Hello everybody and welcome back to Roar. It is Sam Spellman here. Thank you so much for joining me today on the show. Um, I am very excited for today. I am. It's a new day. We're, we're alive. We're breathing. We're here. The Lord's coming soon. I mean, there's a lot of really good things going on. And uh, yeah, and you're checking out the show. That's Double Double. Double Doubles. Those are the best um, coffees. If you ever get a chance to go to Tim Hortons and get a Double Double, I highly recommend it. Um, they are, I guess, like double sugar, double cream. or something. I don't even know how they do it, but it's amazing. I saw someone say, get a Double Double. And so I just I straight up did it. It worked out amazing. It was delicioso. I, uh, I'm definitely a fan. But anyway, we don't have Tim Hortons anywhere near around where I'm at on the planet. So if you live up there and you get a chance to get Tim Hortons, take full advantage because that's that's pretty good stuff. I don't know if the Starbucks fanboys will like that, but you know, so be it. Today, what are we going to get into? We're going to talk about a little bit of um, something that I... It's been a part of my conversation with the Lord relatively recently. It's something that's kind of come up um, a few different times. Just in my life, it's something that I've personally had to kind of work through a lot. Um, and I don't know if it's just personality, habits, just different things that I've, I've probably accumulated over the years that have made this something that I've had to kind of revisit with the Lord. And that thing is consistency. Staying consistent. And I believe this is something that a lot of people maybe might struggle with. I want to give this, you know, I don't want to peg someone say everyone's inconsistent. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of distraction in the time that we're living right now. There is so many voices, so many things speaking to us, so many things trying to address us, label us, um, tell us what we need to do. You need to try this thing. You need to do this thing. The marketing soup that is just out there is it's wild. So consistency is something that very often gets overlooked or misrepresented in a lot of ways. So I just wanted to talk about that a little bit today. But before I fully get into that, like always, if you want to get in touch with me anyway about the show, anything you want me to talk about, address um, of those things, just uh, just send me an email um, to the description, uh, spellmanministries at gmail.com com as well as the other wet the website and all the other stuff that is in the description box of the podcast facebook instagram um website yeah 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 all that good stuff want to make sure i covered all my bases there but consistency how do we stay consistent what is where does consistency come from um it's something that if we approach our relationship with the lord as such a relationship not just a religious experience or habits, trying to form just religious habits or things we just we got to do. Um, because those, when it comes from a place of trying to create a habit, I got to, you know, I got to pray more. So then we try to make a habit of praying more. When we try to make a habit, that then comes from our own willpower, our own strength. Um, and it's very easy to get into works and just doing the right thing and losing touch with the first love. See, um, delight is a much better motivator than discipline. I'm going to say that again. Delight is a much better motivator than discipline. When we delight in the Lord, the habit will form itself. You know, it's it's like whenever you're getting in a relationship with someone, you don't have to try to make a habit of hanging out with them. If you like somebody 
and you are like, man, that is, I want to hang out with, you don't have to like, man, I need to make sure that I don't forget to hang out with them tomorrow. I got to make sure I, I got to set an alarm. I got to set, no, you desire to be with them. You desire to spend time with them. You desire to, to hang out, to communicate of these things. And that, that will produce the, the time spent together. Same thing. How do we have consistency in our relationship with the Lord? It comes from our desires. It comes from keeping our heart clean. And and if there is things that maybe pull away, again, treat it like a relationship. Hey, you know, if there's time that you, you know, you set up plans to get with someone you wanted to hang out and you just let the ball drop and you got distracted with something else, come into that place of communication and say, hey, I totally, I totally dropped the ball. I know you wanted to get together and we, I just, I, I, I totally dropped the ball. I apologize. Let's just pick up where we left off. That kind of communication with the Lord is a lot better than just, Lord, I'm so sorry I didn't pray today. I, uh, I'll do better next time. Well, then who wants to hang out with someone who feels like they're obligated to be with you? See, that's why God gave us the power of choice. That's why he gave us his son. That's why it's, it's through opportunity. It's through decision and it's through love. So he says, for those that love God, that means I desire to be with God. I desire to pray. I desire to read the word. I desire to listen to teaching and understanding and, and seek after the ways of God. That's, that's from a desiring place, not just from a discipline. I got to do it. God will smite me if I don't. That's, that's all fear and manipulation. God doesn't work that way. Yes, the fear of God's a healthy thing, but the fear of God's not from a place of just, <gasps> I'm going to get smited. No, it's from realizing how incredibly powerful God is, how incredibly intense his presence is. He's pure, pure light. Pure, I don't, the sun isn't even pure light. And if we get anywhere closer to it on the earth, the whole earth will blow up. And that's just not even a, a one millionth trillionth percent of how powerful and potent God's presence is, his pure light. That's just pure power, like pure, like we can't even hardly wrap our minds around how much power that is. Yet he chose to send his son so he could have relationship with us as his children. We were made in his own image. He took the time to form us in the image of purity, pure love, pure light. The Bible calls us sons of light in John. First John, isn't that wild? But anyway, how do I keep that consistency? I have a scripture here, First Timothy chapter one, the second epistle, excuse me, not first Timothy, second Timothy chapter one. I misread that. Second Timothy chapter one and verse six says, Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gifts of God. How does that work? Which is in you by the laying on of my hands. So something was transmitted through the laying on of hands. That's something that's in the Bible multiple times. Transmission of things through the laying on of hands. Jesus said, if you lay hands on the sick, they will recover. Paul talks about the the things that were transmitted to Timothy through the laying on of hands right here. So there's this laying on of hands, this releasing of something, right? So that that's powerful. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. See, that self-control is something that we've been given. We begin to, we have to exercise it like a muscle. How do we exercise something? Well, if you want to get healthy with someone, you go hang out at the gym. 
all right, Lord, you know, let's let's go to the gym. Let's go let's go hang out at the spiritual gym. Let's spend time in the Word. Why do we have secret place time, or people call it your prayer closet or your time alone with the Lord? Why is that? Because it's almost like a it's like a gym, not just to work out. Well, I just got to get spiritually buff. No, I exercise things of the Spirit. I exercise spiritual routine, spiritual um, conversation. I I exercise that part of my heart and of my soul and of my being. So that way it's stronger. So in the moments whenever I need to hear something, I need to be, you know, where my spirit's um, light as a feather and able to, to, be, to be addressed, to be communicated with by the Spirit of God, I then am able to actually respond and not be overly distracted or overly stimulated with things in the natural. So this, this is really, really powerful. The gift of God, it's been given to us. It's not something that I've earned through my, quote, discipline. Well, I prayed, you know, for 10 hours a day for two weeks. I think I earned something. No, it's not how that works. You don't earn it. It's something that's given to you. It's a gift. God works through gifts, right? So no man may take, you You read, I believe it's First Corinthians. Let me see if I can flip over to it here. Do, 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 do. I think it's First Corinthians chapter 1. Um, it's either that or it's Colossians chapter one. Sometimes I mix those two chapters up. I believe it's first Corinthians. It talks about the Lord being made unto us, righteousness, sanctification, redemption. Yes, it is. First Corinthians chapter one, verse 30. But because of him, you are in Christ whom God made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let him who boasts, boasts in the Lord. Back to verse 27, earlier in the chapter, it says, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And God has chosen the base things or the simple things of the world and the things which are despised. Yes, he chose these things which did not exist to bring to nothing things that do. Verse 29, so that no flesh I mean, mortal man, no flesh, can boast in his presence. I'm not going to go before the Lord and boast of my discipline. Lord, I spent so much time. Look what I deserve. No, I'm not. That's not how that works. God, God's the one that gave you breath in the first place. Without his breath, you wouldn't be devoting 10 hours of prayer and speaking nothing. See, there's this different perspective that we, we trust in the Lord. We pursue him to delight in his ways. Delight is a much better motivator than just strict discipline. And again, discipline will actually flow out of delight and it's whole, it's complete. It's not lacking the heart or the way of the heart that often is lacking when we strictly just go by our own discipline. This is powerful. We speak wisdom among those who are mature. Verse. This is chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians. Verse 6, Yet we speak wisdom among those who are mature. Although not the wisdom of this age, nor the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing, but we speak the wisdom of God, a mystery, the hidden wisdom of God ordained before the ages for our glory. See, God has ordained things. He set up things in a way that through the delight we can begin to discover. Again, through the delight in Him, He begins to allow us to discover more aspects. You know, it's like things in the earth. You know, they're, they're there. 
There's oil wells all over the earth. There's gold, there's diamonds, there's precious metals, there's things that are in the earth, but we have to discover them. And see, you do a lot better of enjoying the discovery of digging a hole if you want to dig the hole. But if you're just digging the hole because I just got to find some gold, I just got to find this, that you're, you're going to wear yourself out and you're not nearly going to enjoy the, the process or the walk. See, God wants us to enjoy all things. And that enjoyment is not just from a selfish, I'm getting what I want, but it's from a place of wholeness and completeness that this is full. This is pro- this is complete. What I'm doing is a complete work. It's a complete action. I'm not trying to struggle for something, but I'm just completely resting. I'm in this place of rest. I'm restoring every single thing. I'm receiving every single thing that I need. You're in this place of rest. You're not having to strive in our own strength, but we begin to allow the grace of God, which flourishes us and causes us to prosper. See, what what is grace? Well, grace is what allows the, the plants to grow. The Bible says some sow, some water, and some reap the harvest, but God gives the increase. See, God's grace is what brings increase. His goodness, his, his decision to raise me up, to elevate me in any realm of anything. It's it's through his grace because I am completely dependent on him for everything. God made everything. I am dependent on him whether I choose to believe it, whether I choose to acknowledge it or not. But see, when I delight in acknowledging it, I delight in coming to the the founder, the creator of my soul, the one who formed and fashioned me in my mother's womb, the one who knows the amount of hairs on my head, has plans for me, has good things in store for me, who wants me prospering, full of peace, full of glory, full of happiness, full in, uh, of dreams fulfilled, lifelong lived, enjoying time with my family, spiritual and natural. That's what he wants. He wants us full. He doesn't just want us half, you know, well, I'm just half halfway there. I'll, I'll get there one day, man, a few more years of this and I'll, I'll finally have enough saved up for what? <laughs> for what? When the Lord comes back, there's so much more to do in the millennial. I've saved up what? A little bit of stay, sticks and stubble that's going to rot away. That's why Jesus said, don't store up things on the earth where moth and rot and rust can eat away at them, but store up heavenly riches. Activate these things which are heavenly, which are eternal, these principles of life, these ways of living, these healthy delights in the Lord, and let those things be the treasures of your heart and of your life. Not just a natural thing, but the eternal delight in God where you delight in Him and you absolutely know without a shadow of a doubt that he delights in you. So that's all I have for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening, checking out the show. I appreciate it. I love you guys very, very much. Again, if you want to get in contact with me, check out the description. If you want to write a review for the podcast, I would appreciate it in any capacity. That does help it get out. Share it with your friends. If it blessed you, if you want to, I would appreciate that as well. So I always like to leave with the blessing because God wants you blessed. He wants you full of peace. Again, complete. He wants you whole. So may the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.